The only thing I'm guilty of is being awesome. You heard it. Sonic says he's guilty of being awesome. <laughs> Welcome to the nerdiest podcast in the Midwest, the Midwestern Nerds Podcast. I am your host this week, Brian Stoffel. Joining me is a special guest, but before we introduce him, let us get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way first. We are the Midwestern Nerds. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-E-R-N-E-R-D-S. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Midwestern Nerds. We are the Midwesterners podcast on Facebook. If you'd like to send us an email, you can send that to Midwesterners at gmail.com. You can find brand new episodes of our show weekly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you stream your podcasts from. Like I said, joining us this week is a special guest returning for his debut in season two friend of the podcast, the Golden Knight himself, Ryan Teal. Ryan, how are you doing this week, my friend? I'm doing great, Brian. Thanks for having me on. All right. We tonight are going to be talking about video games, specifically with TV and movies, to celebrate the most anticipated sequel for myself, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and a TV show that hit Paramount Plus a couple weeks ago that my guest here, The Golden Knight, is a huge, if not the biggest fan of this franchise that I know, the Halo series. We're going to be talking about those. We're going to be talking about all things video games, all things movies and TV. So let's get started with Sonic the Hedgehog. Ryan, did you get a chance to see the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie? And if you did, what are your thoughts? Uh, I did. Uh, ironically, it was a uh, added bonus of getting Paramount Plus to get the Halo show. I was just scrolling through. and I was like, hey, the Sonic movie, I had been meaning to watch it for a while. Um, so I just popped it on, you know, one Sunday afternoon. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it. It uh, it had about the amount of comedy I think that it, it needed to have. It, it, it had a nice references to the game, you know, the sound cues and, um, you know, like moves like the spin dash that Sonic did and stuff like that. I think it was a good representation of both the plot. You know, it was I don't know. I guess I didn't know what to expect for a plot. It was a, a decent plot. I mean, it's Sonic trying to escape persecution or, you know, getting attacked or stolen by the military. But yeah, I'm, overall, I enjoyed the movie. I, I'm actually not going to lie. I'm kind of excited to see the second one now. I, I just watched the movie and I kind of want to see the second one now when it comes out on Friday. The first movie was, I was so nervous going into that movie. We had that first trailer with the first look of sonic um the i I forgot about that image (laughs) the frankenstein of cgi i have no idea what they were thinking i i'm i'm assuming they wanted to get a different look something that was maybe a little bit more realistic than what we would get from the classic sonic look if it wasn't for the lead animator coming out and saying it was false, I was on the conspiracy theory that Sony did it on purpose to make to drum up hype about the movie and be like, look how bad this looks. Oh, we're changing it now. Now you got to see because we, we did it for the fans. But animators have come out and said it's not true. I still think maybe they did it a little bit as a, like to try to drum up some interest. But 
that first Sonic, I was like, this is this is horrible. Like, who did this? I will say though, I I give the studio, I give Paramount and the directors and that whole creative team the props that they deserve for listening to the fans. How many trailers, how many promotional things come out for something that people are so passionate about that look awful that you can tell right away that it's not going to be good and the backlash is just so strong and yet the studio's like nope we're sticking to it we're going to keep going we're going to keep doing it sonic not the case people hated the way that that looked and they were like all right we get it there is a strong and passionate outcry for us to change it so we're going to delay this we're going to do all the changes that are necessary to update and change the look and then when the, the look came out and it was it was closer to what I wanted right away from the start. There, there was still, there were still some creative differences, but overall, like this was Sonic. And going into that, I was like, all right, that's that's one thing that I can rest a little bit easy about. And then it got into the plot of the movie and the trailers, and I wasn't totally sold going into that first movie. Of course, I was gonna see it. Sonic's my guy. Sonic is one of the main things that really got my nerddom like up and going and was a strong part of it throughout my whole childhood and even into my adult life. Sonic for me, I started with Sonic 2 at the babysitter's house when I was four years old. <laughs> Classic Going game. into that, I was like, what is this? I love it. And it was it would be me and the babysitter's daughter. We would just be in the basement playing that game the whole time I was there. Kindergarten came, I got a different babysitter. Sonic the Hedgehog, the cartoon would come on five minutes before the bus would come to pick me up. <laughs> so there were many days where I would miss the bus because I'd be watching Sonic and the babysitter's like, the bus just drove by. Why aren't you on the bus? <laughs> oh, no. Sonic the Hedgehog was the first comic book that I picked up and read. The first comic book series that I was reading that ultimately started me on my comic book journey. Sonic's been a big part of my life. So this movie... I was nervous for it because it was the way that they advertised it was, oh, this is going to be a buddy road trip movie. It's going to be Sonic in the real world. Jim Carrey's here. And I was like, I love Jim Carrey, but that's not Robotnik for me. <laughs> and then I was, I was so nervous going into that movie. But then honestly, and not because of the pandemic, but it was one of my favorite movies of 2020, the last movie I got to see in the movie theater before those got shut down for months. But I was pleasantly surprised. It very much tiptoed the line of this could be Alvin and the Chipmunks, the, the road chip or whatever those yeah. movies are, like those road trip movies, or it could be like a fun family movie. And it definitely rode that line but it rode it very faithfully like you said the references to the video games were were spot on the character itself of sonic that is sonic he's super sarcastic he's he jokes all the time he's always he's a kid i mean he's gonna yeah. he's gonna be a cool kid and robotnik played by jim carrey again i was a little nervous i was like a why does robotnik have hair and a teeny tiny mustache and b is this just gonna be Jim Carrey digging into the Riddler, the mask, liar, liar, all those classic mm -hmm. Jim Carrey isms. And is he just going to be Jim Carrey playing Robotnik or is it going to be Robotnik? And 
again, it was a fine line, but he tiptoed across that very well. And the fact that at the end of the movie, he's got the big old mustache and he's got the bald head, which he's bringing back into this next one. No, I, I think Jim Carrey, after watching the movie, I think he knocked the role out of the park. He played an excellent Robotnik, probably more like a, a more modern Robotnik. He's, you know, he's, oh, I'm educated, and he talks down to everybody and stuff like that. The way you would think of, like, an egomaniac would talk to people. You know, I only care about my robots. I don't care about real people and stuff like that. I guess if I had only one complaint about the movie, I would think that, so in, like, the game and in the comics, I believe, Robotnik was turning animals into the robots. Maybe, I don't know if they could have worked that in. Like, that would have been kind of interesting to say, like, the you know, Robotnik is, you know, secretly, that's how he makes his robots so efficient because he's turning animals into these robots. And when Sonic destroys them, the animals get free and stuff like that. That would have been, you know, another nice nod, you know, to the games and stuff like that. But no, overall, you know, Jim Carrey, awesome. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see him in the second one. I think he's going to do even better this time around. I didn't really think about this until you said that, but I could kind of see them doing that in the second movie of him taking the animals to like turning them in, into his machines or having them at least like power his machines. Cause I rewatched this movie over the weekend, gearing up for the second one that's coming out the day that this episode releases. And one of the things that I had kind of forgotten about and then got refreshed watching that movie was Robotnik finds one of sonic's quills and that's how he's that's how he powers the ship at the end so maybe that could be a hint of like oh like i've done this with this animal i Mm -hmm. he he could be like i found my way out of the mushroom world that i'm in and maybe i found my way into sonic's world and that's how i found knuckles and i'm using these animals now to power up my weapons against you yeah my my guess is you know going off of if they try to say somewhat relative to the games is that knuckles lives on an island called angel island and the island is a float it's floating in the sky it's held up because of the master emerald which they've shown in the trailers the giant you know that's interesting too i hope the chaos emeralds come in the chaos emeralds are really cool we might get to see supersonic which would be awesome um but the master emerald obviously controls all the chaos emeralds so maybe I know the island, uh, Angel Island, is inhabited by small animals. Again, you know, kind of going back with you, think maybe he he thinks he's like, hey, Sonic is magical. I'll use Knuckles' power. You know, well, he tricks Knuckles, um, assuming. Um, but you know, maybe you'll find other animals on that. I mean, that's that's good thought too. But I I'm very excited to see the Master Emerald, and hopefully, fingers crossed, at least to the Chaos Emeralds. The Master Emerald, at, at least it looks like the Master Emerald has shown up in the trailers. There's the big there's a big giant green emerald, and that's the only emerald that I that they've shown so far in the trailers what other things do you want to see in the second movie i'm hoping because i'm i've heard rumors that this is probably going to be one of jim carrey's last roles as he takes a break from acting if they want to continue the series i hope at the end or towards the end they hint at shadow the hedgehog coming in i was a huge fan of shadow i the game when it came out it's a little dark it's shadow with guns so it's it's a little weird but um shadow was supposed to be like the the anti-sonic like he's i'm too cool to hang out with these kids like he's the teenager essentially he's like i don't want to hang out with these little babies i love shadow when i was a kid so i really hope they somehow bring him in i don't know who they would get to play him but or you know voice him but i'd be really curious and hopeful that somehow this leads to shadow becoming the next villain or maybe they bring in roosh they introduce roosh the bat so I'm, i'm more hopeful that they start introducing more of the the sonic i guess family or you know other characters into the the series Shadow would be awesome. It's funny. Before they casted Idris Elba to play Knuckles, I was like, if they ever did Shadow in the movies, like <laughs> they should cast Idris Elba to be Shadow. Would have been 
because yeah he's got that that deep dark brooding voice that works so well for that character i'm sure if they end up casting him i mean they've done a phenomenal job with the casting so far they got the original voice actor for tales to come back to voice tales which is a great thing to see i love when movies and tv shows get original actors that just uh that just adds so much authenticity to the show so i i want them to keep doing that and the second movie it's it seems to be taking more from the games than the first movie did they're like all right like we did the buddy family road trip movie in the first one to introduce the character now that we've got this audience now we're gonna expand a little bit more into the video games into sonic's world and that's what i'm really excited for i would love to see metal sonic in this movie i I had not even thought of him that would be so sick i want to see metal sonic before we get shadow Okay. And if Jim Carrey sticks to his word and is retiring now after this movie and doesn't come back for the third one, and we would have Shadow then be the main villain in the third one, I want Metal Sonic before Shadow. So if they somehow figured out a way where, and to keep it quiet, that maybe Metal Sonic's the big bad at the end, that finally when sonic and knuckles work out their stuff in this movie which they've been teasing as like the main conflict of the movie maybe that's the big bad that they have to team up against at the end it would be metal sonic but definitely want metal sonic in here before shadow but that being said i do want shadow i'm not saying metal sonic not shadow i'm saying yeah metal sonic then shadow no i get you i get you no i i completely forgotten about metal sonic and there is a sonic game where it's led to believe where Robotnik is actually the main villain. It's actually Metal Sonic, like pulling the strings behind the scenes. He, in this game, he's essentially like a Terminator and he can turn into like liquid and then reform. So he was like, cop, he was being like Robotnik pretending to be him. And they're like, oh, just kidding. It's me, Metal Sonic. And then he like, you know, destroys the city and stuff like that. So that would be interesting to see Metal Sonic. I did not thought about him. So yeah, I, I agree. Metal Sonic first, then Shadow. Any final thoughts on Sonic before we move on to a different video game here? No, I, I think we covered it. I think we're both excited. I, I cannot wait for the movie. I don't know if I'll get to see it right away. I'm hoping maybe they bring it to Paramount Plus like they did the first one, but I'm definitely excited to see and see where they go. The only other thing that I want to add is something that I felt was lacking in the first movie that I want more in the second movie is I want more musical references. I mean, there were like one or two like very quiet, like almost in the background music Mm -hmm. cues to the games in that first movie but overall that soundtrack was very generic it was like you could take this from an a b c d action movie and plug it into this movie and like it still works i want the second one to take some more of those themes those cues from the sonic games because the music in those and all the sonic games is phenomenal like it's so catchy it's so iconic it's almost a crime not to use any of that. Yeah, they got to get the they got to get the butt rock in there. Uh, the the songs from Sonic Adventures have, are so good. They need to get those in there. Oh yes, absolutely. All right, so Sonic Two coming out today when this episode drops. Hi everyone, Brian here. At this point in the episode, Ryan and I went on to discuss the brand new Halo series now streaming on Paramount Plus. Unfortunately. You will not be hearing that segment within this episode. Gasp! How come? Well, 
you'll have to tune into our brand new series, Midwestern Nerds TV Talk, airing this Sunday, where you will not only hear the missing Halo discussion with Ryan, but also a conversation with Kyle on episode two of the brand new Moon Knight series, Summon the Suit. You can find episodes of Midwestern Nerds TV Talk alongside episodes of the main Midwestern Nerds podcast series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are available. Thank you for your understanding, and after the commercial break, Ryan and I will continue to discuss TV series and movies inspired by video games. Let's get into some TV shows, movies around video games from the past. Are there any past movies or TV shows that are based off of video games that uh, hold a little place in your heart? So I have a couple movies. The first one is the Doom movie starring The Rock. It is not a great movie. It's an, <laughs> it's an okay movie. It's it's one of those, you know, I consider it like a comfort food movie. You know, I just put it on. I enjoy it. It's definitely not, you know, the world's greatest movie. It's definitely not a role that The Rock is proud of, but it's good. It, it's pretty faithful to the original storyline of the Doom games. You know, humanity has advanced to the, the point where we have a teleporter to Mars, and then they accidentally realize you can release demons from hell from the same teleporter and it's just a, an elite squad is sent in to go deal with this issue and it just kind of devolves from there they all get picked off one by one eventually the rock becomes a demon himself and dies and that's you know the whole movie the best part is there's a scene where you know the main character's name is reaper he's given a drug to enhance his reflexes to give him a shot to beat the rest of the demons and at that scene it cuts the first person and it goes like the game. He's holding the gun the same way. He pulls out a chainsaw like in the game and he holds it the same way. It's just a really cool scene. It, it only lasts five minutes, but that scene alone, I think is worth it because it looks just so much like the games in real life. And I just, you know, I fall for that scene every time. Um, like I said, the rest of the movie, it's pretty forgettable. It's an it's above action action movie, but overall not too bad. The other movie I want to talk about is actually the Silent Hill movie. Have you ever seen that one? I have not, no. Um, there's a couple different ones. The first one that came out, is it's pretty fateful to it's a mixture of silent hill the game silent hill one and silent hill two the plot is very relevant to silent hill one but a lot of the creatures in there are from silent hill two there's the um nurses with bandages all over their face that can't see and they're all bloody pyramid head uh the main antagonist of silent hill two is in there there's actually a really awesome scene in silent in the movie where pyramid head grabs somebody rips off all their skin and then tosses their like bloodied corpse at the at the main character it's it's completely out of nowhere. Like nothing like that has happened in the entire movie. And all of a sudden he's like ripped someone's skin off. Like, oh my God, where did this scene come from? There's a couple scary parts in it, but it's it's hard to put the scariness of the game in a movie because the scariness in the game comes from, you know, it's it's very quiet. Like the music in the game is very quiet. You know, the, the monsters make more noise than the music. You, It sets up an atmosphere. In a movie, obviously you don't want to have a, an entirely quiet movie the entire time, unless you want to do like a quiet place or something like that. But they didn't think of that at the time. But it's, you know, it's, it's a decent, it's a decent, accurate representation, I think, of the games and the subject matter. When you were talking about Doom, that scene, and I have seen that part of that movie, the scene where it looks like from the first person shooter, going back to the Halo show, I loved in that first fight scene when they did that oh, for yes. a little bit where it was first person with Master Chief and he's looking around with the assault rifle, the assault rifle again from the game and all of the sound effects of you know the plasma weapons and all the other weapons the fact that he could take the minigun off the back of the warthog and yeah. then just plow those elites away 
That was, that was such a good scene. <laughs> yeah. But that goes back to what we were talking about, like within even the Sonic movie. Like if you put sounds from the games in the shows, it adds that layer of authenticity and it, it adds that excitement because you're, you're listening for those sounds. You're like, hey, I know that sound. I've heard it a million times playing the game. So I, I don't know. I kind of have steered away from a lot of video game movies just because a lot of them aren't that great. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> no, the first one that comes to mind that I saw so long ago was the Super Mario Brothers movie. That I, was I've never seen it. <laughs> the only thing in that movie that comes from the video games is the title and the, the character names. Otherwise, it's completely like made up mumbo jumbo. It's it's a weird movie. It's so weird. <laughs> That and then the Mortal Kombat movies, of course. Oh, the yeah. first, the first one was was a lot of fun for what it was. It was a cheesy '90s action movie, and then the new one that came out last year, 2019. I don't Two know. years ago, yes. The, the pandemic's got ever time I just <laughs> in a fuzzy vortex. That movie, it had its moments, but again, was kind of dis. I thought was kind of disappointing. The whole movie's gearing up to the big like contest that is like the Mortal Kombat games at the end. And then spoilers if you haven't seen this movie, but they kind of like don't do that. Like some <laughs> something happens where people come in and like prevent it from happening. And it was like, what was the whole point of this movie if we're not gonna do the contest? <laughs> the stuff though with uh with Scorpion and Sub Zero, like give me that movie, like that yeah. opening scene and then that end scene where they were fighting. I was like, why wasn't this the whole movie? So those are the only two that come to mind that I that I've seen. Uh, there's probably been others, but those really aren't coming to my brain right now. The next and final place that I want to take this is. There are so many video games. There are so many video game franchises out there. There's a lot of these games that are starting to get TV shows like Halo that are starting to get movies like the Super Mario Brothers movie that's coming out this year, next year. Next, One of those year. next year. Let's talk a little bit about that and then we'll get on to where I was going to be going with this. What are your thoughts on the cast so far of this animated movie that's I mean, pretty much all the information that we've got on this movie so far yeah i mean i i'm ex i guess i'm intrigued i guess i'll wait till i see my first trailer i mean when people you know when you first saw the sonic trailer you know first saw you know the sonic you know lineup or who the voice actor was going to be i'm sure some people were a little apprehensive you know i'm i'm John ralphio from parks and rec is going to be sonic what yeah i know <laughs> I mean, it's it's Chris Pratt. I mean, he usually does a good job in his roles, so I'm I'm curious to see where they go. I know everyone wants Charles Martinet, you know, the guy from the the games, to do his voice, but I mean, Charles Mar I mean, Charles Martinet doesn't really have to talk a whole lot in the games. He just you know mainly does like let's go or like it's a me. He just he says isn't like sound coming. Isn't he coming back? Isn't he playing like a support character, like a different character? He might be. I wouldn't be shocked if they did, since it's Nintendo, and I'm sure they want him in there at some point. I mean, he might do. He could maybe do like Wario or like um I, I'm trying to remember he did Wario and he did maybe like Waluigi. He's done he's done other and he does Luigi's voices. I mean he does other guys' voices, which everyone knows him from Mario. But mm -hmm. you know I I'm trying to remember is it uh is it Keel or is it Peel or who's is it Key or is it Peel who's doing Toad? I think it's Key. Okay, that I'm the most excited for. I don't know why 
just because I know he's like so <laughs> funny and I just, I want to hear his voice on Toad. I just think that's going to be really funny. But yeah, I mean, I guess I'm intrigued. I definitely will wait till I see a trailer and then I guess I'll make my decision from there. But I guess Nintendo has me intrigued on whether or not to go see it. Chris Pratt as Mario, it didn't surprise me because Chris Pratt's one of the biggest names in Hollywood right now. But at the same time, I was like, why? <laughs> I mean, again, have, haven't haven't heard it yet, but like, how's his Italian voice going to sound? I, yeah, are, are Mario and Luigi going to be Italian in this movie? <laughs> um <laughs> So that was a little weird. The rest, the rest of the cast, there were some good ones that was like, all right, that, that should be interesting. And there were some that I was like, all right, like that'll work. The two that really stood out to me though is Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I was like, all right, <laughs> like uh, I, I could see that. I'm curious for that. But the one that will probably sell the ticket for the movie for me is Jack Black as Bowser. Like, yeah. Jack Black as Bowser, give me that all day. Like I, I will go and see that movie just for that. That the trailers <laughs> could be awful, but if Jack Black's performance as Bowser is as good as it is in my head, I will go and see that movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming out in the future. Again, we've got a lot of video games, shows, and movies that are starting to come out now. There's so many video games out there, so many video game franchises. What are some that haven't gotten a whole lot of attention as in other media that you would like to see in the future? So I don't know how it would work. I don't know if I'd want it as a movie, if I want it as a TV show, but I would be really curious if they can make a Super Smash Brothers movie. I'm, I'm going to say movie. I think it would work probably better as a movie. I want to see them make a Super Smash Brothers movie. Um, if people aren't familiar with Super Smash Brothers, it's a, a long-running Nintendo franchise where they get most of their characters, um, you know, Mario, Link, Peach, you know, Bowser, Donkey Kong. They've been bringing in other characters from other genres, like they've had Solid Snake from the Metal Gear franchise. They've had Sonic in it. Um, recently in the newest one, they brought in Cloud from Final Fantasy. And there's really no plot to it. It's essentially just a, a fun fighting game where you can be like, hey, can Mario beat up? link and stuff like that i think it'd be a really interesting movie you know maybe i mean the game is illustrated as someone is playing with action figures on their desktop of like hey you know you know they're fighting they're clashing together and stuff like that maybe that's you know it could be something like the lego movie how like emmett and everyone was alive but in real life they actually weren't like it was someone playing with them the whole time so maybe that's how they do it they do something like that i'd be really curious if it was you know something like you know, the goods versus the bads in a battle for everyone's, you know, the battle for, you know, humanity or something like that. And I think they're really cool. I mean, Super Smash Bros. is pretty popular. You'd get a lot of different characters in there, mainly Nintendo characters, but you could pull in other people from it as well. It'd be just kind of cool, I think, to see a big, huge, you know, Clash Royale on the big screen of, you know, everyone's favorite characters. I'm going to show my hand and the types of video games that I, I usually gravitate towards and play. Again, there's Sonic. That's that's one example. I would love to see an animated uh, Legend of Zelda movie or TV show, but I'd want to see it in anime. Like, I want okay. a Legend of Zelda anime. Oh, you didn't like the one from back in the day? Like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, just about as good as the, uh, the Super Mario Super Show. Swing your <laughs> hips from side to side. <laughs> Uh, no i want i want like like a my hero academia or like a dbz style uh legend of zelda tv show or movie i think that'd be really cool 
I like a lot of the all ages genres for PlayStation. So like a Jack and Daxter movie would be kind of cool. And of course, the two big ones being Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Spyro would be awesome. What? Why we haven't had like a Spyro movie or a Crash Bandicoot animated TV show yet? Give me those. I would want those. Oh yeah, absolutely. Any any other games coming to mind that you'd like to see as a movie or a TV show? Yeah, I think um it's actually in works with Netflix, but they're gonna make a show based off of the game Bioshock. I don't know where they're gonna go with it, but Bioshock is a very plot heavy, interesting game. There's essentially the half the game leads up to this very big twist. It is actually very interesting, and I don't know if they're going to bring that into the show. Uh, essentially, the the twist is the player was essentially being controlled without even knowing it. They they essentially have like a Winter Soldier-esque like trigger word. When you say this phrase, they have to do whatever you're told. Now, obviously, since you're playing the game, you don't, you don't really know the difference because you're controlling them anyway. But it's set up as this big twist of like, hey, you didn't actually mean to kill those people. You were told to do it and stuff like that. Oh. Um, so I don't know if they're going to bring that into the game. The character doesn't really talk in the game. So I feel like they're going to go maybe uh, the, it's set in a city called Rapture, which is, you know, like 10,000 leagues under the sea. It's supposed to be this human utopia. Um, and you get there after like everything's gone bad. Like there's drug use, like rampant in the city. You know, there's leaks everywhere. You know, there's fires that need to be put out. So maybe they're going to go pre like disaster. It's going to be how the city was like before everything. But it's, it's a really interesting, you know, it's one of those like, uh, uh, like utopian or like psychology examples or like, you know, example, something like, uh, you know, what would happen if you put the the elite of the elite at the bottom of the ocean, and they only have to deal with themselves and stuff like that. So it might be an interesting show. I am kind of curious to see where they go for there. And if they don't end up making it, Netflix ends up not doing that. I would like to see it, you know, as a movie, that'd be kind of interesting too. I mean, it's a visually gorgeous game that yeah. no surprise that somebody's trying to make it somehow onto the big or small screen outside of the video games the last one that i want to bring up that's coming to mind this is an older game this is a game from og xbox the original xbox i didn't have the luxury of video games a whole lot as a child i went from from the atari to a windows 98 and from a <laughs> windows 98 i went to an original xbox and i didn't get any game systems from that point until my nintendo switch which that's that's a huge <laughs> that's gap a massive jump. that's a mass, <laughs> massive gap but i had a lot of games for the for the original xbox i got it like the christmas before the 360 dropped so that was a, one of the other reasons why <laughs> video games didn't go past that point because my parents were like really we spent hundreds of dollars on this system that is now obsolete that they don't make <laughs> the games for anymore but that being said all the original xbox games then got super cheap so mm -hmm. i was able to pick up a lot of those one of my favorite ones was this game called crimson skies did you ever play this game i've heard of it i don't think i've ever played it though it's kind of like it's kind of like pirates but with airplanes okay like there's this like pirate type island and everybody flies like airplanes and zeppelins and it's supposed to take place like in the 40s or 50s but it's got a very it's got like a indiana jones meets pirates meets airplanes 
It was a really fun game. I had a blast with it. The characters were really charismatic and really fun. And I've always been a sucker for like old planes, like World War II planes. And so like you get a show that's kind of like a pirate show, but with airplanes, like give that to me. I want that TV show. I want a live action version of that show. The main character very much was like a like an Indiana Jones type character too. Like, okay, yeah, wearing the hat and the the whip and stuff like that. Be like, I can get any lady I want, kind of vibe. Like that kind of personality, yeah. <laughs> but like the leather jacket, you know, and and all that stuff. And it was it was a really fun game. I really enjoyed that game, and I think that it would make it was one of those games too where there was only the one game, and the missions were basic and generic enough to like kind of keep a game together where it was like all right you gotta go off and like loot this person or you gotta soup up your airplane or you gotta race this guy to find out where this is like there wasn't like this big overarching like story where it's a loose enough concept where you could go pretty much anywhere with it just like 1940s 1950s planes and pirates with like an island <laughs> work I, i'd watch it oh i would love it i would love it that that's my pitch that's our pitches for video games that we'd like to see in movies or tv shows sometime in the future if you guys listening have any suggestions any video games we probably missed quite a few popular ones that people are like why aren't you talking about this for a movie <laughs> reach out to us and let us know your thoughts before we wrap up the show we have one more segment the listener favorite segment favorite segment of your host and any of the guests that come on the show (laughs) the best stuff recommendations of the week brian you want to start us off with your best stuff of the week my best stuff is the new game that just came out lego star wars the skywalker saga it is basically a remastered version uh rethinking of the uh, they've already made all the lego star wars games but it's all nine movies together in one bundle they've been remastered um so i know i played the original lego star wars games like back in the day when i was a kid it's gonna have similar feel i've only gotten to play a little bit so far but the the gameplay is really fun the shooting is different than any other you know lego movies you can actually take or lego games you can take cover the lightsabers you can actually throw your lightsabers and do tricks like in other star wars games and it but it's got that it's got that good star wars charm like obviously it's it's a comedy you know there's the part where palpatine gives the wrong order instead of saying order 66 he says 66 he says order 67 all the clone troopers start breakdancing and said, he's like, oh, wait, that's not it. And he pulls out, <laughs> he pulls out like a Lego instruction manual of like, oh, what do I need? Oh, like, oh, this is the one I needed. And like, just, it's just good Lego fun. You know, like I said, I've, I've played a little bit so far. I've been joined so far. I can't wait to get through all nine movies and it's co-op. So it's a great game to play. If you've got a girlfriend, a wife, you know, kids to play, you know, it's a great game to play. Nice. I've heard a lot of good things about this game. I've heard that it's hilarious. I am actually really curious to check this game out myself. My best stuff of the week is also a video game. This game has been out for a few years now. It came out right around the time when the Switch came out. So quite a few years at this point. But we started off the show talking about Sonic. I, I talked about how big of a Sonic fan I am. And the last great Sonic game that came out, in my opinion, was Sonic Mania. This came out not just for the Switch, but it's available on all the platforms. You can play on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, all of that. 
this goes back to Sonic's roots of being like a 16-bit game. Like it's it's not like it's got some 3D to it, but like in that that 8-bit 16-bit format. This game is a love letter to classic Sonic games. You literally get to play some of the classic like highlight levels of like Sonic 1, 2 and 3, CD, all of those games. There's a lot of new levels in there too. This game was made I forget what the name of the company is, but this company Sega hired to like remaster their old games and update them and put them on like the Switch and Nintendo eShop and all that and loved what they did so much and the partnership between this company and Sega was so strong that they were like, "Hey, we really want to make this game." And Sega was like, yes, we'll give you the money to do it. And it is a love letter to Sonic. You get to play as Sonic. You get to play as Sonic or Tails. You get to play as Knuckles. They introduced two new characters. I forget what their names are. One's like a chipmunk and one's like an aardvark or something like that. But you get to play as all of them. They, they have the classic like bonus levels that you can play in as well. It's a lot of fun. It's a blast. It's one of my go-to games when I have time to open up the Switch and, and play it for a couple minutes or a couple hours. Sonic Mania, I highly recommend it. And that is your best stuff of the week. We switched things up this week a little bit. We didn't talk about a superhero movie. We didn't talk about a superhero TV show. We're, we're not the Marvel podcast right now. We, we're out of the Batman month. We're dipping into some different territory here with video games if you liked what we talked about and you want to hear more things along these kinds of lines reach out to us and let us know we are your midwesterners that's m-i-d-w-e-s-t-e-r-n-e-r-d-s you can find us on twitter and instagram at midwesterners we are on facebook under the Midwesterners podcast. If you want to send us an email, you can email us at midwesternerds at gmail.com. We are available on any streaming service that you can find a podcast on. Please comment, subscribe, rate, review us. Any feedback that you can give us, we would greatly appreciate it. Anything that we can do to make this show better for you listeners and give you listeners what you want to hear. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions. I would like to thank my guest for this week, Ryan, the golden Knight teal Ryan. Thanks for joining me this week so that it wasn't just me talking to my computer screen into the microphone <laughs> by myself for this week. I highly appreciate you coming on. It's always a blast talking with you. And I can't wait to have you on again in the future. Yeah. Thanks for having me on brother. I, I enjoyed it as well. And anytime you need me, I'm happy to come in and help. All right. So I have been Brian Stoffel. He has been Ryan Teal and whether it's beer brats, comics or plasma grenades, keep, keep it nerdy. nerdy.